2: now
4: All right, guys, uh, before the regular podcast begins, I just wanted to let you know that my co-host on Thursdays, Abe, uh, has some stuff that he's going through right now at home, and for the next month, Abe is going to be unable to produce his regular shows uh, that he does but you can go to his truth social profile uncensored abe uh, to get updates on what's happening and uh, when things are going to be ironing out if you have the ability to to help abe out he really is going to need our support over the next month you can go to his website uncensoredabe.com and there is a number of different ways you can help him out he's got links to his buy me a coffee his cash app think there's a PayPal there as well. Uh, but once again, that's uncensoredabe.com. And I'm actually going to put the link to that in the description below. Uh, Abe is uh, an incredible patriot. He's a great guy. And uh, he's somebody who really needs our support over uh, the next 30 days or so. So if you can't help out, then please, by all means do. Other than that, I hope you enjoy the show. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Chris Schaus says over there on Rumble, good morning, all you beautiful patriots. I hope everyone is having a lovely day. Seems like not a day goes by that the fascistic Biden regime doesn't continue to expose itself on a daily basis. Just, oh man, I don't think a coherent statement has come out of that guy's mouth. And every time he makes a comment about the largest voting bloc in the country. It just shoots him in the foot even more. Who is telling this guy what to say? Certainly it's not anybody who wants the Democrats to win. (laughs) Oh, I hope you guys are really having fun out there. Thanks for being here with us. Abe and I have a whole bunch of stories we're going to talk about. Obviously, the implosion of the Biden regime. That's number one on the docket. Do me a favor. Don't forget to like and share this broadcast. Help us by getting it out there on your favorite social media platforms. And just sit back and enjoy the ride, guys. The end is coming. There's no way around it. It's just the logical progression of things. Hope you guys had a chance to check out the show yesterday. Do me a favor, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we will be right back after this very special message from our sponsor. And please join me in welcoming my co-host on this and every Thursday, my good friend Al Keelan, a.k.a. Uncensored Abe. Abe, how you doing today, buddy?
5: I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. And the future of the world is a new beginning, if you could present it that way. It's sure. more about... The way the future, you know, there's a lot of discussion with people that we've had in the past about revelations. And I, I ended up reading a lot of revelations in the past few days. And it is very interesting to look at how the history of revelations can apply uh, to, to a lot of different situations. And I, I, so I ended up spending two hours yesterday with um, with the pastor and, and, um, and kind of praying and, and having this discussion about this and why different religions present them the ways they, the way they do. And the only conclusion that we came to is the only thing that matters is, is it's a new beginning. It, 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 do any of us really understand if you're not a believer, you just, what you just collapse and, and that's it. Nobody understands how, how God works, but what we understand is it's a new beginning. And the, the bigger picture when you have the discussion today that you talk about, I was thinking about this while you were talking, you know, the, the old guard, the power of the old guard, right? Imagine working your way up through your life. You and I, you and I are in our, you know, forties or whatever, and you get to a part in your life where you where you attain a certain stature or a certain power, and 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 in, in this realm of where you have this power. You now become into your late 70s and 80s, and, 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 and you were the smartest back then. You, were the, you had the most influence. You had the most uh, clout, whatever like that. And so you have that old guard who still thinks they have this the smartest perspectives, the greatest ideas, the, the solutions for the world, and the smartest things that you just peasants just don't understand because you're too stupid to get it. You don't get it because you're too stupid to get it. These people are all the same. Mm-hmm. They're all the same. What they really are, what they really are at their core is a bunch of pathetic little children who go around bullying and pushing buttons and trying to destroy people because they can't get their fucking way. Mm-hmm. They're the same as the kid that was on a ground at playground that whined and said, I'm taking my little ball home because you're fucking smarter and better and faster and everything better than I am. And you're not only that, but your ideas and your solutions actually create, a better planet. Huh? I don't like that. I'm gonna destroy more. That's the pathetic that we're dealing with. So understand your enemy, but understand these kind of people are very dangerous because they don't have any kind of any kind of uh There's a moral compass. More sense about them, yeah. moral yeah. compass, anything. So, you know, I mean, that, that this is this is the world that we're living in. The, these people don't understand that there is a new power structure in place presented with the, gui- the guidance and the backing and the power of our Lord Jesus Savior, God. Mm-hmm. And if you think that you are your own God, you are demonic. And if you think that you have the power to destroy based on your own power, that's where Revelations is going to have its own little... how it plays itself out so these are just kind of the thoughts that i've had over the past few days bro and part of your monologue is that idea of that and in the the biden regime as you see them just trying to understand why they i just can't under i can't i can't get these children i can't get with them i don't understand how they think i can't everything i say there's they're hearing it differently
4: yeah yeah these people are collapsing and here's the thing you know When you look at the moves that they're making, the things that they say, I mean, clearly it's from a place of desperation. They understand that they are losing the narrative and they have been for quite some time. And it also points to me to the fact uh, that there is an orchestrated nature to this. I mean, what president, what political party in their right mind would demonize over half the country? I mean, at best over half the country excuse me at worst over half the country at best it's probably closer to 75 to 80 percent of the country it's almost as if they know that there is no way that they're going to maintain power they're not going to be able to cling to that brass ring much longer and as they get further and further off that cliff closer to the bottom of that uh, that ledge that they've stepped off themselves they don't have any concept of what they can do to get that power back one of the things Joe Biden said this week, he, he actually called MAGA people uh, fascists. And, you know, obviously that couldn't be further from the truth. We are fighting fascism. We're fighting communism. We are fighting this inherent evil that's present in the power structure of this corrupt and failed establishment. We have to the doing, market. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been doing this for a long time. So, you know, we're self-assured and our faith guarantees us a place after this life, you know, life here on earth is not the only life that we get, but it doesn't mean that we should abdicate any of those responsibilities or, uh, or fail to try to live up to the best possible plan that God has for us. We have to be the best that we can here so that we will be the best in the next life. And these people don't understand that for them. The only life is this life and the only thing that they're ever going to have is what's in front of them right now. You know, it gives us a tremendous perspective and the ability to see far beyond what we have right here in front of us. I'm talking about the long game at this point. It's not just the future of mankind on Earth. It's the future of our eternal souls. And I hope that at some point these people get the opportunity to come to that realization. But as it stands right now, uh, it looks to me like they are absolutely destroying themselves and any semblance of a possibility they have to maintain power here on Earth. So after Joe Biden called us the largest voting bloc in American history and currently in the world fascists, his press secretary backed him up on this. They said that we are a threat to democracy. We're not a threat to democracy. We're not a threat to this great experiment, the American Republic. We're a threat to the power structure of the deep state. Let's go ahead and listen to this real briefly. I want to hear Karine Jean Pierre say this. A little,
5: this. a little, a little perspective before you play this. Yeah, yeah. Into the mind of a of a childish uh, old guard. I didn't get in my way, so you're a fascist.
4: Exactly. And they're not going to get their way they are so used to getting their way they have had everything handed to them on a silver platter because of their nepotism and their relationships and all of the money and power that they've had and all of that is not going to be in their hands for much longer let's listen to Karine jean pierre
0: the president thinks that there is an extremist threat to our democracy Uh, The president has been clear, as he can be on that particular uh, piece, when we talk about a democracy, when we talk about our freedoms, uh, the way that he sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, That extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights.
4: A threat to them and their ability to maintain power, a threat to them. And their ability to rule over the plebs. Absolutely, we are energized. Absolutely, we are taking the power reins of our country back. Absolutely, we are going to bring justice and balance, and we're going to restore the American Republic that our founding fathers intended for this land, for this nation. And that is a threat to people like Joe Biden, to people like Karine Jean-Pierre, to people like Hillary Clinton. Uh, I can name names for hours and hours and hours. Uh, but Joe Biden, I don't even know that Joe Biden is making these talking points. Let's be honest. He's a puppet. All right. Uh, he is simply being directed. And, uh, you know, he may think he's being directed by somebody from the Democratic Party. Uh, but who who knows? It might be somebody else directing him to simply deep six the Democrat Party. Uh, Here he is making that comment about Americans being fascists and talking about us fighting the government. We don't want to fight the government. We're not looking to have a civil war. They need us to have a civil war so that they have a reason to commit wholesale slaughter on the streets of this great nation. Let's listen.
2: And for those brave right wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe. If you want to fight against a country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. No, I'm not joking. Think about this. Think about the rationale we use. First of all, that
4: landed flat, even among the Democrats that they paid to be in that audience. You can see they've got police officers right there behind him. And look at this. Look at what he's trying to push. Safer America. Safer America. This is not a safer America under Joe Biden. America has never been more dangerous. America has never been more lawless. America has never put the safety and security of its nation on the back burner in the same way that it has under the Democrats and under the leadership of the radical left wing socialists that currently control the Democrat Party.
5: Our democracy is a moniker for our new world order. Yes. That's that's all it is. Yeah. It, it, at its core, if you really want to understand, our democracy is just that. It is the power structure that is our ties to the uh to the higher powers are going to be ruled down by the people and be and and humanity will be continue to be enslaved as it has since the foundation of humanity. No. Uh, the 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 slavery of the of the human race ends. Okay, this is this is told by the prophets of old on all sides of the uh, religious slash spiritual debate, and there is no discussion. All right, there is no debate. There is no. Uh, well, I'm gonna change it. This is going to happen. the The world powers that control the Black Rocks, the Rothschilds, the 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 Soroses the name them just keep naming them and re reexpose them again because the Black Rocks and all of these th- philanthropists how do you say that freaking philanthropists and what I do is I philanthropize <laughs> just fuck your philanthropists go fuck go fuck yourself and go find an island somewhere here's what you guys should do. I have a great idea. What's that movie called? The beach or whatever, where they buy a giant Island and they go have Mm. giant orgies and they fucking go live their own (laughs) little little lives by themselves. Yes. It near Indonesia. I think. Yeah. Go find, go find a freaking Island somewhere. Take all your little clans and all your little fucking retarded offlings with you and go there and stay there forever. Otherwise we'll just have Elon Musk fly you off to Mars permanently. You can have your own colony over there because uh, done. All right, you guys have, you, you, the amount of people we are talking about here on this planet versus the established New World Order, they should be fucking scared because we have been beyond patient with these people. And if, if the power structures that are supposed to and, and have an oath to protect humanity and our unborn and our, and equality for all, on all sides of the scale, if if the people who are held in positions of power do not hold on to their oath, they are going to be the ones who are going to pay for this all the way up the chain because they don't realize that these powers are using them to bring on the destruction of the United States of America and thus the enslavery of the planet. If you can't understand that, if you can't wrap that concept around your simple little pathetic fucking skull, go the fuck away. Get the fuck out of our way because we're done with these people.
4: Yeah, I hear there's an island uh, near the Virgin Islands that's uh, up for sale, that's uh, completely open, and uh, I'm sure that there are tunnels uh, that exist underneath it. Now, when Joe Biden, the reason he went to Pennsylvania is because, uh, obviously, because of the Democrats' soft on crime policies, Uh, Because of the increasing violence, murder, uh, thievery, rape, you name it, uh, all across the board, all across these Democrat-run strongholds in these major metropolitan areas, Joe Biden went out to try to overcome the messaging that currently is out there in Americans' minds, that being Democrats equal crime. And this Saturday, President Trump is going to be holding a rally for Dr. Oz and Doug Mastriano and a whole bunch of other uh, Pennsylvania candidates. So Joe Biden is getting ahead of the curve, trying to kind of uh, uh, control the messaging going into this weekend. But here's the thing. Anytime Joe Biden opens his mouth, it's a bad look. It's a bad look for the Democrats. It's a bad look for Joe Biden. And it's a bad look for anybody who thought that he was going to be anything other than a feeble old dementia patient take a listen to this because for me it really encapsulates the underlying mental position of democrats and people of joe biden's ilk if i can inter- just interject for a moment
2: my deceased son Bo, he was the attorney general of the state of delaware and what he used to do is go down in the east side the book called the bucket highest crime rate in the country there's a place where I used to I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area on the east side. And you know where the you can always tell where the best basketball in the state
4: is, and the best basketball in the city is. It's where everybody shows up. <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking. First of all, he always invokes Bo. Yes, Joe, I know your son is no longer with us. Yes, I know he served. Yes, I know that he was the AG of Delaware. But every single time you tell a story, you don't have to relate it back to Bo. The reason he does this is because it's probably the single only relatable story that he has in his entire backstory. Okay, the only thing everybody has experienced loss. A lot of people out there have had children. A lot of people out there have had to deal with cancer, people in their families having cancer. But Joe Biden has been. Living in this ivory tower for so long, protected from the the true nature of America and what's been happening to the average everyday person out there on the street. And he was in that statement right there, Abe. He was going back to that corn pop story where he was the only white lifeguard. And corn pop is a bad dude and, you know, black people play basketball, so I might as well bring that up. I mean, it's like just full of of racial stereotypes and invectives. And, you know, if I was anybody that didn't know what was going on with Joe Biden, I would be wholly offended when he opens his mouth and starts telling these stories. I, I feel like once again, Joe Biden has done more work to sign up new registered Republicans than anybody else out there.
5: He's. I, th- this is interesting, though. This this kind of hit me a little bit differently because okay if you if you think about how the his the the historical bloodlines that that we talk about all the time, right? How, how they how these the 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 Game of Thrones structure all that stuff, right? And if you think about how you could learn things about your opponents. With, with with genetic and other information using, uh, what are those uh, genealogy things? 23 you
4: know? me or something like that? It,
5: so, so say one person uses that, and all of a sudden, holy crap, <laughs> uh, you can learn things about um, people. And if you have that kind of information, you can use that um, in a very effective way against the sons, right? Is the the sons are the ones that that can that carry the genome, right? So, it, which is supposed to be this this very special thing, right? We're all we're we're all selected because we're all very much better than everyone else out there. Obviously, that black man over there could not do what I do because I have special blood in me. You see, that's the way they believe. They don't believe that somebody that I met. This this week, who is just like me, man? Just just like me, just a dude getting through life, man. You know what I'm saying? He has no idea how uh, wh- who his uh, how far his blood goes back and stuff like that. Maybe maybe that dude's blood goes back to to the the origins of of uh, you know uh, uh, say the, the the migration of of Africans or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe this dude has no idea, right? But he's sitting here right next to me having a conversation with me, right? But that doesn't does that mean that we are these special beings on this planet that, that we are much b- above the other peasants down there that that peasant over there couldn't find a way to to change the world or tracy chapman can could come out of nowhere to be one of the greatest living artists in my lifetime that has sure. affected me more ways that i could possibly believe And the okay, that homework assignment go listen to tracy chapman after this oh yeah that's she's great that's the ideas that I come from this. And it is that uppity nature about how you feel about yourself. It's it is a well, what
4: what's what's the term for somebody like that? Well they're 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 talking down. It. They, be- they believe that they truly are some, like, savior figure because they don't believe in God. They see themselves as gods. They see themselves as having some rightful place over the rest of mankind, and especially when it comes to people of color. You know, they call everybody that they disagree with racists, but at the heart of it, it's what's in their own hearts. You know, this is what they see. They are elevated in their minds because of their bloodline and their special lineage, and they see everybody else as meant to serve them. I mean, we know that uh, the Democrat Party was born out of uh, the desire to control the lives of men and, and uh, to keep people as slaves. Listen to this one, too. Uh, you know, this somebody in the chat said, you know, what happened to his dementia? His dementia is still there. OK. And in that same, in that same speech, uh, he had this gem to say. Do you realize the bullet? out of an AR15
2: travels five times as rapidly as a bullet shot out of any other
4: gun the bullet of an AR15 travels five times as rapidly out of the uh, as a bullet of any other gun i mean that is an easily easily fact checkable thing and anybody that hears that that knows anything is going to be able to check that real quick, so it's not even close. Maybe no. maybe
5: you can get them up to two times, and some of them, if you're really good, you can. Depending on what kind of rounds you're using and stuff, no, not even close. No, and that's not the point anyway. Go ahead and finish your point.
4: Well, you no, know, it just it's the fact that he's losing it, and tonight we're going to have a, a really special example of that because apparently he's going to address the nation. Tonight. Now, I'm actually hosting a roundtable, a January 6th roundtable at 9 p.m. Eastern.
5: Nobody cares what Joe has to
4: say. (laughs) No, no.
5: Stop talking. Go back to your bunker in the fucking basement and let the adults
4: take over. This is the thing. Uh, The only reason I have any interest in it at all is because I'm interested to know which Joe Biden they actually put out there is it going to be the bright-eyed and and bushy-tailed um uh amphetamined Joe Biden is it going to be the one that's uh sleepy and and uh and and falling over you know i mean he's obviously got a couple of different doubles uh, people doing his work for him uh i don't know which one is actually the Joe Biden that was uh you know born in uh, in Scranton Pennsylvania um but i think it's going to be another tremendous example of sound bites that we're going to be able to use in future campaign ads. So I think that we should pay attention to it for that. Now, a lot of people are calling for President Trump to do like a counter speech. You know, I mean, um, I've been personally waiting for Truth Social to have the ability to like go live, you know, kind of like Twitter had Periscope. And I was just thinking like, you know, how awesome would it be? If President Trump like immediately went live on Truth Social, can you imagine how many people would be there like watching? I mean, even if he went live on Rumble, I mean, just to do some type of uh, response to it, uh, I think it's a, I think it's it, it, it's an opportunity. President Trump, if you hear me, uh, if anybody has a line to President Trump, definitely get in touch with him. Let him know that this is something that I think America needs, and even okay, even more than that, can you imagine, Abe, if President Trump? like live streamed Joe Biden's speech and did live commentary over it uh like with a point by point breakdown uh pointing out you know where Joe Biden's failings were I don't know I th- I think it's a good idea and I would love to see it. it Sounds
5: like some homework I should maybe take on I mean I I got a couple of errands I got to run today but uh thank god for some for some veterans that helped me out yesterday with my truck man here locally Right on um, You know thank god for for uh, halfway through and a, and a dude just happened to be sitting on the side of the road and uh, I needed water bad. I didn't have any water, you know, so um, dude hands me a nice ice cold water says, uh, boy, you got a long way to go. You should turn back, <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank God for the, for the McDonald's um, girl who who could tell I was down on my luck and, and helped me out with a, you know, a sandwich and some fries and a couple of drinks. And let me just relax for a little bit. And, you know, thank God for the for the police officer who handed me um, a blanket and a twenty five dollar gift card and and sent me to um, to a place now where um, there's going to be there's a lot of things that are happening, bro. There's a lot of things that are happening on so many levels, and part of the Patriot Games concept and part of the the idea of what we're all doing here is focusing each one of us on what our what best we can do at any given time right if, if i can't give something right now there's there's another guy in standby that can give if if, if there's another if, if you're hurting on one day and somebody needs to take take a take some take over for you or or somebody needs a, a second a, a to go to all of these things man we have been working on this for so long that we are a highly oiled effective machine that can't be stopped and they're maybe starting to realize that now i think i think they're starting to get the idea that um maybe they have been so naive that they didn't realize that they were being used to bring more evil and destruction and mayhem, because I don't think people really want that, right? They don't want destruction of, of, of everything because they need the slaves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um so there's, there's, I, I think there's a lot of real realizations and part of the great awakenings that we've talked about is, is much more than just, um, the great awakening that is Q and Q and honors and these crazy conspiracy theorists who know too much about us. Uh, <laughs> um, it is a spiritual awakening. It is a understanding that if you believe you are all, your own god, that is demonic.
4: That's simple. Absolutely. So <clears throat> let me let me uh, flip the script here uh, to uh, a kind of expanded discussion about. That awakening, because, you know, I think one of the most spectacular things that we've seen recently has been uh, the exposure of the FBI and the DOJ. You know, it's been pretty incredible uh, to watch the desperation on hand, uh, to watch the decisions that they've made to really drive the point home outside of our group, outside of our segment of the American population, to just the normal people out there. Uh, The people who don't know what's going on, who only know that things are not right when they see the FBI and the DOJ raiding the home of a former president, they say, hey, you know, something's not right that we didn't want that happening to Hillary Clinton. We wouldn't like that if that happened to Barack Obama. Sure, there is going to be a small segment of the American population who are like, yes, go get Trump. But I think they're going to be waiting for decades and decades. Uh, President Trump is not called the Teflon Don for anything. But if we're going to change the FBI, if we're going to change the DOJ, if we're going to usher in balanced, fair justice and, uh, you know, take our thumbs off of the scales there, the only way to do that is to convince the American public that things have to change. And right now, there's a couple of things that happened in the last 24 hours that really drive that point home and encapsulate that. Now, we're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. We've got to take a break for the second half of the show, but we'll be right back after this. All right. So getting back to the exposure of the FBI and the DOJ, you know, uh, this is a question I, I have gotten for years now, Abe. You know, people are like, I thought we were supposed to trust Ray. And I have always interpreted at that phrase as, you know, trust Ray to commit the actions that he is meant to. OK, now, whether that means that Ray has been a good guy this whole time or that Ray was truly deep state and it was his job to show America that that the FBI had to change. I think right now we might be seeing that it's the second because the FBI agents that have stepped forward that have blown the whistle uh, and uh, and even the ones that haven't that have been kind of just sitting there passively watching as the uh, any semblance of the respect and reputation that the FBI held has kind of withered away. They're losing confidence in Christopher Ray, uh, and they're demanding that he step down uh, Now, I think that this could be an incredible opportunity. The thing is that if this happens under this Biden regime, we have really no way of knowing uh if that pick is going to be any better or any worse. Who knows? Maybe the uh, you know the the deputy uh, FBI director is going to step up and then take over for a while. Uh, we've seen that kind of Scaramucci model in the past, uh, and uh, it could be that this was set up long ago to ensure that we had somebody else that came into power. Uh, I tend to think that if Christopher Ray leaves and Joe Biden is allowed or somebody from his regime is allowed to to choose who that next FBI director is going to be, they're going to be even worse. OK, it's going to be like Peter Strzok is going to add up the FBI or something like that, something terrible. Um, but while this is happening, we have more moves that are being made by the FBI. Stuart Rhodes attorney uh, who recently agreed to testify for him has just been arrested by the FBI. Can you imagine the FBI arresting the attorney for somebody they are prosecuting? I mean, how desperate does this look? I mean, how bad does this appear to be for the FBI? Why are they so afraid that Stuart Rhodes is going to get an effective defense that they have to arrest his attorney? It's absolutely insane to me.
5: Well, how much how much power do you believe the FBI really has right now?
4: Oh <laughs> well, no, I mean you know in a, in a large sense you know not much. I mean they're totally. They've been totally neutered. I mean, they've been put on display as a completely corrupt organization that is, I think, clinging to that last vestige of power.
5: Yeah, sorry. The the power to disrupt, right? The power to to yield uh, their little badges around or whatever and act like they're secret agent man or whatever the fuck they think they are. But how much power do they really have? Um, I, I've been kind of out of touch with some of the stuff that's been happening. and used to I paid close attention to this stuff, but There has been, I think I saw, I don't know if it was hundreds, but there was a ton of whistleblowers that had come forward recently. And then also there was, was there somebody that was walked out? Was it, has there been some recent changes? At oh, PSBI? yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not just in Maine, but all around the country. I believe there's been some major changes
4: around happening i mean tim tebow was the only one that i knew that they walked out and that he he no longer works there um his attorney put out a a, a notice saying that, oh, you know after 30 years of service tim tebow left voluntarily the other day he put a month ago apparently he told the fbi mm-hmm. that he was going to be retiring yeah. and uh that happened to just immediately coincide with all the whistleblower activity are you still there i think we might have lost oh, Guy. sorry oh you're Hmm. um he i i heard
5: he was escorted out by uh and escorted somewhere so absolutely i I heard the same i I don't know if that yeah all right so but but um, it wasn't just
2: Oh
1: fighterflare.com.
5: maybe is, is Ray Epps and maybe they're the same people. I don't know. Ask, ask Ivan about, about that. Maybe, maybe there's, there's some connections there that I think um, that were, and, and also these were part of the people that were assigned to certain groups, right? Certain extremist groups. Mm-hmm. So the t move uh, is, is there's a lot more there than meets the eye. I think I don't, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going off of kind of, Again, this is just t- trying to process it, but it's not just Tebow. There has been major other changes all around the country in the lower offices too. So keep an eye on those resignations of FBI uh, lower uh, special agents in charge and all that. Uh, all these secret agent men. Um, uh-huh. So keep an eye. But but also, um, would 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 this have happened if if um, Ray was a black hat?
4: Uh no. Well, here's the thing. Um, I, I don't uh, I, I, I actually I really don't know how to answer that because I feel that the whistleblower activity that's taking place at, at the very least forced Ray's hand. You know, I think that until that happened, he had a level of plausible deniability. Uh, you know, he could have said, you know, hey, I'm overseeing the entirety of the FBI. And how do I know all they, they they go on the word of their FBI agents. They attest to the fact that, you know, these crimes have been committed or these uh, the, this reasoning exists for why this investigation should be taking place. And it's kind of the same level of trust that Americans have to have in their elected representatives and in these institutions. You know, we, we give that away uh, on the promise that those people, those institutions are going to be doing right by us. But they haven't been. And we know that. Uh, and it's clear that the FBI and the agents that have been running these investigations haven't been doing that either. So would would Christopher Ray have done, you know, made this move to remove Tebow had it not been for the whistleblower activities? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think that uh, it, it's uh, it, it, it's it's incontrovertible now. I mean, there's no way that they can get around it. I mean, it's obvious. It's out there. Chuck Grassley, uh, you know, he's making public statements about it. I think that we're going to have massive investigations and, uh, and hearings that are going to be taking place in the next session of Congress. Um, so I don't know. I, I truly can't tell you one way or the other on Christopher Ray. Yeah,
5: that'll be interesting to watch. So, but yeah, I think um, you know, the bigger picture of, of this discussion is. Um, is there is there really that many bad FBI agents out there that that are are willing to turn blind eyes to, to to horrific things? You know, is there really that many bad people that are just you know under control that they they can't make the decision that maybe it's just the right one, even though you know they they're kind of getting guided? There's 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 a lot more. <coughs> excuse me, um, I think that's happening on that front as far as um what what people are seeing happening um and how far they're that they're trying to push them away from what the, the whole reason why they're they're serving right so i think the idea of the whistleblowers is is more a a, um, a, a conscious understanding of uh where they want to try to take this and and so again how, how much power does the fbi really freaking have. i mean there's there you know they they have to go through the doj and the, we know that the doj is headed up by garland and garland is using them as their is his stasi i mean that's that's really what he's doing he's using them as his secret police force to go around and try to intimidate anybody who dares stand up against old bozos freaking pathetic ass so behind all of this is um is a is a is kind of a uh, a grudge match because of of another pathetic loser that should go find another private island and take a fucking hike for the rest of his life um because those these people believe seriously like you said they, earlier today they believe they've been selected uh Barack Obama for instance his whole life has been has been groomed for the next Uh, uh, Potentially, what planet leader? Because of his, since he since he was probably one um, one month old, he's been groomed into his position, so he Mm -hmm. feels like he's something special too. Even though he's, he'll just they'll just flick him off like another dime a dozen. I mean, the life he's lived, he's seen more suffering and more uh, destruction of the of the black race than probably anybody on this planet. And yet here he is still being a little puppet Uncle Tom for the white man. I mean, how pathetic can he be? So, I mean, these these people are going to either start figuring out that they have been used for destruction and have their own great awakenings, or they're going to end up destroying themselves. That is the future of how this is going to play itself out. And we're what we're living. It's kind of fun, right? We're all just kind of observing, living, and doing what we can to to make sure that um, we restore the, the foundation of equality and the foundation of Martin Luther King's actual dream. And that dream will be restored, even though, oh, the FBI tried to destroy it the first time.
4: Right, right. Now, one of those, okay, so just a point that you made about, um, you know, how many people really are compromised in the FBI? Certainly, it doesn't take that many. All you need are certain people in positions of power, and they can kind of direct the flow of investigations, uh, introduction of evidence and, and give directives. You know, people are meant to take orders in organizations like this. And in certain places of uh, around the country, we know that there are enclaves of corruption, more corruption that exists. One of the places that I have been covering in recent months has been Utah because there was a prosecutor in Utah that was implicated in a child trafficking, child smuggling scheme uh, and also the molestation of a whole group of people. It was a ring of child traffickers. We've just gotten word that this ring perhaps may have touched the FBI. Now, we don't know for certain uh, whether or not these people are connected. Uh, It could just be that child trafficking and child abuse is more prevalent in Utah than in other places. It is a remote place. You know, people have traditionally lived in Utah because, uh, you know, they they wanted their privacy. They wanted their liberty. They wanted their freedom. The same could be said for people who wanted to engage in uh, heinous acts against children. Uh, Because they could go someplace uh, where they would be, you know, kind of left alone in a different way. And I don't want anybody to assume that I'm trying to insinuate uh, that Utah is, uh, you know, a haven for child traffickers or a haven for abuse. Because we know that this happens all over the nation. If anything, I am giving props to the people of Utah uh, and to the law enforcement agencies that are facing the stuff that they've got going on there. Same with Grady Judd down here in South Florida. We have this 65-year-old FBI agent who has just been arrested on suspicion of abusing multiple children. Uh, and uh, is there a connection to the fact that he lives in Utah? I don't know for certain. Uh, but I can tell you that it might make it easier because there's just simply more landmass and people are not as uh, uh, connected right up on top of each other. You know, we know that there are child trafficking networks that go through certain places. Ohio is a huge for child trafficking because you've got I-80 that goes right through there and then it'll take you right up into Michigan or it'll take you over there into Canada. And they've just got places that have made it easier for them to smuggle children and to abuse them. Um, We don't know exactly what this guy is accused of other than he is facing four first degree felony counts of aggravated sexual abuse of a child, four class A misdemeanor counts of lewdness involving a child and two class B misdemeanor counts Of lewdness. Now, the sheriff said we are aware of the arrest of the FBI agent. Oh, excuse me. This is the agency talking. We are aware of the arrest of an FBI employee. The FBI takes allegations of misconduct very seriously. As such, the incident has been referred to the FBI's internal affairs section. Can't comment on an ongoing investigation. Uh, We don't know what he did at the FBI. uh, But apparently a, a little girl told her mom in June that she wanted to talk about something that happened to her. Happened on multiple occasions, and I'll tell you this, if it happened to one little girl, Abe, you know that it happened to multiple children. This guy's 65 years old. He's had ample opportunity over the years to abuse children, and uh, it's, it's a sad, sad thing. But the good news is that he's been caught. Well,
5: um, you know, it,
4: it, I don't know how to comment on this. Um, I'm going I'm to I'm reserve comment. Okay. Now, I see I see a couple people saying, you know, it, it's Mormons. I, I don't think that it's the fact that it's, it's just Mormons out there. I mean, you've got all different types of people. Yeah, definitely, you know, Mormons settled in Utah. But I know we have Mormons who watch the show who are good, God-fearing people uh, who have nothing to do with any of this. You know, it, it's just like when you see somebody of a particular color who is involved in a crime. You can't just say that it's like, you know, those people – um, you know, and even the same with Hollywood. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, child abusers out in Hollywood, but not every single one of them are. Uh, this is something that uh, I think that is uh, uh, very important. And obviously, the allegations that have been made, uh, they need to be addressed. And this guy very easily. Personally, I think it's more likely that he was able to get away with it because he was an FBI agent, not necessarily because he was in Utah. So I'm just glad to see it. All right. Uh, I'm also, keeping an eye on
5: yeah, definitely exactly. keep an eye on it. There's going to be a lot more of those. I think that that you know, again, there's more good than bad. I think I think a lot of us get wrapped up into the, you know, we've all been traumatized by everything. I mean, <laughs> pick 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 a perspective. Um, the realizations of what's of the truth of the fake news and how we've all been manipulated is a hard pill to swallow. I think a lot of people are going through that pill right now, where they're yeah. they're like, holy crap! I thought I. I thought I really understood things in a different level. Now I'm just like I have no clue. I have, I guess, none of us know what's going on. Well, exactly. But there are there, the thing is is it's if if they were to just finally understand that that how they've been being used, and this is not just you know a directed message towards towards a specific group or anything like this. This is just an idea of of simple. Humanity's pr- protection of of the of the those that can't protect themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Our children.
4: It's that simple. Absolutely. Now, I want to take it back to uh, the mid '90s. Remember when we were getting all of that news about priests in the Catholic Church being serial abusers? You know, at that time, everybody was, you know, oh, it's the Catholics, it's the priests. I don't think it's all Catholics. I don't think it's all priests. I mean, what I see. Is an issue with institutional power using that power to abuse children and to protect people that are part of that institution, whether it's the FBI, whether it's Hollywood, whether it's the CIA, whether it's the Catholic Church, whether it's a variety of Christian church, because Christian ministers have done this exact same thing. It's pretty much endemic across Every power structure that you can imagine here in America and uh, very specifically in the intelligence community because they use children as a method, a commodity, a black market commodity by which they can control people. They put child abusers into positions of power, into positions like this guy at the FBI, uh, into positions of government, elected officials. People at corporations uh, that are CEOs and that are high-level executives, they make sure that these child abusers are elevated to positions of power because that way they can be controlled. They can use that sick perversion that they have to put leverage on them, to get them to do what they want. Uh, and uh, I think across the board, we're talking about an institutional problem here rather than a problem with any one group or any one religion. Um you know, uh, people often say, you know, the the Democrats <laughs> frequently end up being child abusers. You take a look at uh, Democrat politicians uh, that uh, that end up getting caught for uh, for child abuse. There have been a fair number of Republican politicians that have done the same thing. I would say they were rhinos. I don't believe any true American patriots are involved in the uh, the wholesale abuse of children. Uh, but it's a problem with uh, positions of power. Um, OK, oh, look at-
5: go ahead. Remember we had with liz man i was i was yeah. so i was so happy i had a chance to meet liz corkin because if you guys want to understand to the depths that they will destroy somebody for daring to speak the truth about pizzagate that that her story should be should become a documentary in fact if there's anybody out there spirit productions or any of you guys out there if you can get a message to them they should reach out to liz and do a documentary about her life story oh, that's because a great if you want idea. to under- Yeah, I think that would be great to see because – a lot of us, and it's not just like Liz. You know what I'm saying? Like each one of us has like said, "Ah," but that person or this person, whatever. You know, we've all had like these snap opinions on people and stuff, and then you go back and realize, well, like, damn, none of us really know what the hell. But, you know, we're 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 all in our own little Schrodinger's box of reality, and and now we're all breaking out of that Schrodinger's box of reality. If anybody that's a an intellectual elite will understand what breaking out of Schrodinger's box of into of of reality means.
4: So um, the deep state apparatus has struck again in Alaska. Uh, They have that ranked voting present in in Alaska. So it means that uh, basically the person with uh, the top number of ballots moves on to the general election. Sarah Palin has been defeated as a result of the ranked choice voting and then also, excuse me, of course, mail in ballots. This is the first time in 50 years uh, that a Democrat has been elected in Alaska. Pretty amazing stuff to see that in this very solid red state, we now have a Democrat that's going to be advancing. Um, I think that this is uh, as much to do with the rhinos that exist in Alaska as it does with the Democrats. Uh, I think that Sarah Palin should contest this election. I think that she should take it to its legal, logical conclusion. Uh, Because I don't believe that this is a fair and free election. And I hope that the people of Alaska are just as angry about this as I am.
5: Who's the uh, Republican that did? There's a Republican and a Democrat that made it, I believe. Right.
4: I'm sure that. um, Well, I mean, in the. uh, Hang on. It just says that. um, Well, this was a special election. So Mary Peltona uh is going she actually beat sarah palin so she's going to replace representative don young in congress oh. i don't know how long uh his um uh his tenure was supposed to last i don't know when his uh term was going to end uh but there's a you know a chance that sarah palin could come in the in the regular election uh and actually beat her again uh but i i i i just yeah. i hope that she she takes this to court
5: there's a bigger are we good here mm-hmm, Still, mm-hmm. as far as Okay, because I had to turn the air on. Sure.
6: Um,
5: the, um... What was I going to say? First of all, this is this is a pure indictment of the ranked choice voting system. And the reason why they call it our democracy is because they believe that the most popular person wins. I'm the most popular in, in on the playground, and now I'm 70 years old and I'm not popular anymore, so I'm upset. Uh, that kind of mentality, all right. So that's what you're dealing with. And, again, um... The, the ranked choice voting system is an indictment of our democracy because it, it doesn't it, it doesn't give the pure picture of the vote of the people. All it does is it spreads votes out and then they're able to easier manipulate the elections that way with using less votes. all right there, If you spread votes out over three, four five ways, then there's less areas where you need to throw in a 10,000 or 2,000 votes and it won't look so obvious. That is why ranked-choice voting must go away forever. And any kind of semblance of this is also the the, the foundation of, um, of getting rid of the Electoral College because once they get rid of the Electoral College, then they can implement this kind of standard statewide and then – They rule the world forever, which is why they're so upset with any discussion of election integrity and why the discussion of election integrity needs to continue to go forward with voter IDs. Because if you have actual, if we were to have actual voter ID in person one day, paper ballot voting, you would see that these people never get elected, that they're they're selections, not elections. And they don't want that truth to come out there because that that, uh, stops their One World Order control. And this is why the bigger picture of this is coming into play right now, because we, we've already made the changes going into the 20 to the midterms. Right. And mm-hmm. the key states that the changes have been made to stop what happened before. That doesn't mean they're going to go different angles from it. But the reality is, is those angles will be covered. And so any cheating going forward, they they're going to get caught and they've already been caught in the 2020 election and now it's it's a matter of how far they're going to continue to push and and then at that point then you're going to start really seeing some things happen.
4: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um so do you remember uh Roy Blunt what Roy Blunt had to go through a couple of years ago getting smeared in the mainstream media um you know, they made up a bunch of lies about Roy as a result of that, and they spent millions of dollars right at the end of the race uh, to essentially defeat him. Uh, it destroyed his credibility in uh, the eyes of the people, uh, and uh, and Roy didn't make it through. Well, he ended up suing because all those claims that were made about him were totally fictitious. He made, he were, he was awarded $8.2 million in a judgment, okay? I believe it was a civil case, so... The same thing basically just happened to Eric Reitens, uh in um, in Missouri. Um, Eric Reitens was the, the the leader of the pack. OK, I thought Eric was a, a superstar. I, I thought that there was nothing that was going to be able to stop him. Um, but his and he had already overcome allegations that his wife had made about him in the past. Uh, there was also that uh, George Soros uh, D.A., that had essentially fabricated evidence about Eric Greitens trying to get him taken out, probably at the behest of George Soros. Well, they did it again. They spent $12 million in the last few weeks of the race. Carl Rove, uh, the uh, the brain trust of the George W. Bush administration, he got together with Eric Greitens' ex-wife, and they made up a bunch of new allegations, only this time they said that he physically abused their children. Now, I can't tell you how much of an impact that had on the race. But I can tell you, Eric did not advance through that primary. I can I do believe that it must have had some type of an impact. But right now, we've just gotten word that a judge has ruled in a case that Greitens brought. There is no evidence of child abuse. The judge said flat out his wife lied and that his children were damaged by the ads that the rhinos in in that state had put out trying to destroy Eric Greitens' credibility. So, keeping in mind the judgment Roy Blunt just got, eight point two million dollars. You know that was just Roy, just one man. All right. They not only sought to destroy Eric, but they sought to destroy. Did I? Who did I say? Did I say Roy Moore? Oh my God! Yes, it's Roy Moore. Roy Moore. Sorry about that. Uh yeah.
5: Hold on. Let me. Yeah, good call. I was trying to. I was yeah. trying to play.
4: I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Blunt was uh, somebody that was being replaced. Well, Blunt, so that was that, that was if a different you want to race. do
5: another documentary. Hold on, we lost you. Are you there? I can see you, but I can't hear you.
4: Yeah, checking. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, we got you now. All right. So so all I'm saying is that uh, I think that Eric Greitens has quite the case here. Uh, and uh, he can probably take Carl Rove, his ex-wife, the entire uh, Rhino GOP establishment of Missouri. Uh, he can take them to court and he's probably going to win uh, a, a fair a fair sum because they what they did to him was sick. What they did to him was absolutely disgusting. Um, I want to end on two two quick notes here, OK. Project Veritas recently came out with a report about a Connecticut assistant principal who was caught on uh, undercover video admitting to discriminating against Catholics uh, and older teachers, saying that he wouldn't even interview those people. He only wanted to hire the young leftists. That was all about the indoctrination of our children. Project Veritas put that video out. That guy has now been placed on leave. He is not going to be there uh, to influence our children anymore. And then one final story that really just blew my mind. Abe, uh, Bank of America has just announced that they're planning to offer zero down payment loans and also zero closing cost mortgage loans to black and Hispanic borrowers. I mean, I don't know about you, but to me, that sounds suspiciously like mortgage discrimination. You know, we have fair lending laws here in America, Uh, the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, Uh, It makes it illegal to discriminate or to give out loans or terms uh, based upon your color, race, religion, national origin, sex, marital status, or age, or because your income comes from public assistance. So this is clearly an effort to give much more favorable loans to people based upon the color of their skin. If they're not going to offer the same terms to another group of people entirely because they're white, yellow, red, whatever it might be, uh, then this is extremely problematic. And Bank of America might have uh, uh, quite the case on their hands as well.
5: They're going to do the same thing they did in 2007 to the middle class of America and create a mortgage loan scandal where they're going to put people in in debt in, in perpetuity in perpetuity. Yep. Um, Bank of America is so desperate right now that they're trying to get anything done. If I, if I was a black American, I would I would if I was any American, I would remove all of my assets from Bank of America immediately and put it into your local banks and credit. Union.
4: Yeah, I agree with you. I use a local credit union myself. OK, uh, listen, let's go through the thank yous. There's only a couple over here on Foxhole. Uh, thank you to Insight Gino and Cynthia. Cynthia says we will not back down. We will not give in and we will never, never give up. Thank you to J2 Dank and Chops ITMC. He says parasites would never stop trying to puppeteer other humans. Web Gorilla, good to see you, buddy. He says great show today. We need to keep our composure. I agree. Tracy PCB says, we need more than an hour of you two. Well, thank you very much, but I have to prepare for the stream later on tonight, and I still have to mow the lawn today in the meantime. Uh, I need to say thank you very much to Lester. Lester said, happy birthday. Oh, it's WC Cranop. What's up, buddy? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Good to see you out there, man. I haven't seen you in a minute. Uh, And then also over on Buy Me a Coffee, I think I saw something come through late last night too. Um, oh, Floriccio, Uh she said, uh, peace, love, and much happiness. Happy birthday, Zach. Uh, also, Shaylee said, uh, hope all your wishes come true. And then uh, Luann V, I think this was actually on my birthday, said, uh, happy birthday, Zach. You look marvelous. Thank you very much, everybody, for the birthday wishes. I had a great day. Lisa and I went out and got some crab legs, and uh, it was a great time. Uh, so listen, Abar, are you going live this afternoon?
5: Um. I don't know man. Uh I gotta figure some things out here I gotta get to, uh, <laughs> for the first time I had to shop as a as a bachelor. I mean I've yeah. never had a such a surreal experience kind of uh let's see here. What do I need here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um so I'm kind of uh, you know, getting all of the ducks in the row on that front. So um, you know, I, I just got to make sure that I'm protecting, you know, what I've built here, and making sure that I'm not getting stolen from. So, um, you know, I got I got a lot of on that front to do. Um, what is today? Thursday. Yeah. Um, what time is uh Shmojo's speech tonight?
4: Uh, I p- probably he's going to go on around eight or nine o'clock. I would imagine. I mean, maybe seven. He's you know he's up he's up there in the years. I don't know that he can stay <laughs> awake until nine. They'd have to definitely pump him full of amphetamines if he's going to stay up till nine. I, I don't know. The um, I, my, uh, put him out there. my yeah yeah. So I, I'm going live at nine, regardless of what time Joe goes live. So we'll we'll see what happens. But um, listen, Abe, you know I love you, man. I'll be praying for you. Everybody out there in the audience, please pray for him as well. I also got a really horrible message earlier. Um, uh, the neighbor of one of our viewers had a fire at her home and two of her children died in that fire. And then CPS came and took her third child away because they said that she didn't have a fire plan in place. Now, I don't know the circumstances of the fire, um, but I know that uh, the, her two year old and her four year old are, are no longer with us. You guys f- home fires are no joke. And I, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. Sometimes I've had friends who died in fires, horrible, horrible, Horrible fires. Um, and uh, and sometimes it just doesn't matter. I mean, a fire can spread really fast um, and uh, and depending on how it starts, if it's electrical, you know, maybe you don't even know it until it's too late. So just everybody make sure that you've got your uh, your your fire alarms charged up, uh, that you've got batteries in there, uh, that you uh, that you know what's going on. But keep this woman in your prayers because she doesn't deserve to lose her third child after having her, her first two taken the other day. It's one of the most tragic stories I can possibly imagine. All right. And I just, Oh, go ahead. Perfect.
5: That's, uh, that's not good news, man. But, um, um, I don't know, man, this, this world is, uh, is just, if you can't see that evil surrounds us, then, then I, I don't know what to tell you. And, and at some point, um, you know something's going to give right so um <laughs> uh the, the I just just y'all just take in the news as as it is as you see it <clears throat> and let's just continue to stay focused on what what each of us can do going into the election the most important thing coming up is coming up in November and we have very little time to organize at the local level to not to not lose focus and say, well, I want to watch a movie. I, I, we need to make sure that we're out on the streets, getting involved, doing what we can to make sure that we're affecting positive change going forward. And everybody needs to stay singularly focused on that until November.
4: Absolutely. And I want to say thank you for uh, uh, to Kelly for sending over that, uh, that information. Now, one more thing. If anybody here um, has any resources that they can offer uh, in terms of Um, organizations that help with parents that are fighting CPS or trying to get their kids back. I know I've had a number of people on the show, but I've had so many people on the show that I'm not tracking what they're all doing uh, ever since they've been on here. So if you guys can email me, if you have any connections, please, I would appreciate it. And I'll pass this on to Kelly. Um, But other than that, let me say also thank you to uh, who cares says great show. And then cozy bear said, happy birthday. Thank you very much for that. All right, you guys, uh, I will be back tonight at 9 p.m. for the January 6th roundtable. We're going to have a couple of documentary filmmakers here uh, who have put out some great work in regards to January 6th. My friend AJ, who is a defendant in the January 6th trials. Also, Tommy Tatum and Bobby Powell. Uh, a couple of uh, great photojournalists photo that were there as well. Uh, everybody, please stay safe. Good luck and God bless, and we'll see you tomorrow.